welcome to another episode of Polished Gems with your host, Jacinta Martin. Join me as we rediscover our shine by learning how to rebuild with the nine fruits of God's Spirit. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Polished Gems. Thanks for joining us again this evening. Welcome to all of our new listeners as well as Welcome to all of our previous listeners. We're so grateful for your support. I am your host, Jacinta Martin, and I am the creator of the blog, Fruitful Gems, and of course, this podcast, um, Polished Gems. I'm also an author and a real estate agent in the state of Georgia and a mom of two children. So guys, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Let's go ahead, jump into our topic about goodness and get started. So tonight's blog of focus is um, called Three Ways to Discover God's Goodness Through Your Connections. So let me give you a brief description of what that blog basically is about. So I'm going to share with you a recent revelation that the Lord gave me. And um, it was when I was actually talking to the Holy Spirit about this topic of goodness. I wasn't really sure what to say or what to give you guys, right, as well. But I asked Holy Spirit to show me a way that we would not usually think about goodness. It is often easy to associate the word good with the things that God has done for us in the past um, or even currently in the present because we can see how good God has been to us during those times. So this is why I asked Holy Spirit to show me something different. I have walked with God most of my life, but the last three years I have spent with him have completely changed me from the inside out. I have been introduced to new ways of thinking and even doing things that I would have never even given a second thought about before. So now that I've kind of given you some background, here is the revelation that the Holy Spirit gave me. The revelation is this, who and what we are connected to can demonstrate God's goodness in our lives. I'm going to repeat that one more time so you can catch this. Who and what we are connected to can demonstrate God's goodness in our lives. So did you catch that revelation? Who and what we are connected to can demonstrate God's goodness in our lives. So let me go ahead and explain a little bit further. Now keep in mind that this applies to godly relationships, meaning the ones that God ordained for you to have. So it may be your church, business relationships, friends, etc. So allow me to show you this in a proven example. I currently work with a group of people who have a fantastic room on Clubhouse, which Chanel E. Martin created. And one of their topics is prophetic planning for your day. The host share with listeners how to tap into the Holy Spirit and plan each day with God every morning. Now, I have been asked to join and be a part many times of Clubhouse, but can't because my phone is an Android. Now, most recently, of course, that has changed, but not when I wrote this blog. And also, I um, I had an older model iPad as well. So I remember feeling, um, when Clubhouse first started, I remember feeling like I was missing out because I was in a season where I needed to be doing the same thing, listening to God daily. 
Here is where the Holy Spirit revealed the goodness of God to me. He told me that I am connected to the people who started and hosted um, prophetic planning for your day. So with that reasoning, I even began to receive the same instruction that they were receiving due to my godly connections. Meaning, I was getting, I was spending time with God and even asking God questions about how to proceed with my day, just as they were doing on Clubhouse. It is also why I did not lack any good thing um, due to not being able to have access to Clubhouse at that time or even have an iPhone. I This revelation that Holy Spirit showed me, I was blown away when with the revelation um, when it was revealed because I noticed I was getting up early and asking God to guide my day even more, but did not um, realize that my connections played a part in why I was also doing what I was doing of getting up and spending time with God. So let me provide even more proof about our connections. I have even learned that as human beings, we are quick to point out problems, but slow to search for solutions. I don't know why this is, and to be quite honest, I have been guilty of doing the same thing even in prior seasons, but I saw that doing so was not really getting me anywhere in life or even um, anywhere faster when it came to uh, working out problems. Now, let me clarify, because there's a difference between identifying a problem and just pointing it out. Just as God will help us recognize something in us that is not like him, he does not intend to just showcase it for us to see, but with a helpful hand and heart, he actually shows us how to change for the better. This process is called correction, and that's correction God's way. Correction, actually, his way does not leave us just knowing that we are not patient or or lacking in goodness, but provides us with steps to become more patient and to grow in goodness or gain goodness, which is why I asked the Holy Spirit about solutions concerning this area of goodness in my life. Now, let me show it to you the way the Holy Spirit actually broke it down and showed it to me regarding our connections and how they uh, demonstrate God's goodness. Now, I know you may be wondering, or might even be a little skeptical about this, but I asked the Holy Spirit to show me further evidence of how this works. He said connections have a flow, just like in the tabernacle found um, in, well, the description is actually found in Exodus 26, and the same from heaven on down to earth. In the tabernacle, there are three sections, the outer court, the inner court, and the holy of holies. So a practical way to look at this is the Holy of Holies demonstrates our relationship with God, Holy Spirit, and Jesus. Our relationship with them is where we get to be our complete selves. As God knows all about us, the good, the bad, the ugly, we can create a, re a relationship connection where we can indeed just be ourselves, meaning in prayer, we can tell God we're having a bad day. We can tell God we're frustrated. We can tell God um, we don't we don't possess the fruit of the spirit of patience or even goodness and we need help. That's where we, that's what I mean by being the true identity of ourselves, right? Because a lot of times we don't show that side of ourselves to anybody else. Sometimes our friends, but it depends on what the subject matter is. 
Okay, so that's the Holy of Holies. Now let me explain the inner court. The inner court um, are the people in your lives that are part of your inner circles. Those can be people such as our friends, our spouses, business partners, even church ministries you participate in um, uh, consistently. The reason why I say that is these are the people who may not know everything about you, but are learning a lot about you because of how much time they spend with you. Meaning that over time, our inner circles get to learn things that our outer circle may never be able to know. So with that said, let me also uh, explain the last one. That's the outer court. Now, finally, that is our relationship with the rest of the world. That includes the people you see at your local coffee shop or the post office, dentist, or even your doctor, and even people on social media um, who don't know you know you. They think they know you, but only a small portion of, of information about you is what they're privy to um, or even a particular aspect of you. So with an understanding now that your connections matter, now what? That was my question to God. So I want to give you the three things that you can do with the information that I just mentioned above to help you discover God's goodness with your current relationships. So let's dive into, like I said, looking at the three things that we can do with the information that I mentioned above concerning the courts and concerning your connections. So step one is examine or re-examine your current connections. So examining may feel like a challenging thing to do, especially if you're not ready to let go of a person or a place that you might be connected to, especially if it is revealed that it is not a divine connection from God. To even begin the um, examination process, you're going to have to ask some really hard questions. I mean, you have to ask God to reveal to you the people around you. Like for instance, one question is, do I have a divine covenant with them or not? And when I say them, you would need to name the person, actually place their name there. Also, ask for a person's motive to be exposed to you. When doing so, it is to know if they line up with um, God's will for your life or if it doesn't. Now, God, let me explain and put a disclaimer on this. Even God sent Jesus here to earth and Jesus had to build up God's kingdom here on earth with Judas. So let me explain that again. Jesus here on earth had to build up God's kingdom with Judas. So what I need you to understand is if a motive is revealed that it doesn't necessarily, um, that it might go against you or doesn't quite line up with yours, um, and the plans that God has for you or what you're currently building. Um, ask God after that what to do with that information because Judas was even necessary for a time. So the person in your life who might not have right motives might be necessary for a season. So there would be need to be some follow-up questions as well. Now, in either case, I, um, I know for me, I've asked 
both questions and even received answer to my questions. I would either get confirmation that I am in a divine connection with someone or other times to be careful of um, a person's motives around me. That didn't mean I treated them wrong. That didn't mean I treated them bad. Now, unless God was asking me to, um, unless it was hindering me from moving forward with what God was um, giving me to do, or if that person was being a, a, a distraction to um, to cause any hindrance on, on that level, then that's different. Then you might have to do what is step number two, which is make a decision. So let me explain and break down this. The decision that you have to make in the second part of the process is after things have been revealed to you about your connections, is determine whether to strengthen the divine relationship or walk away from the one that is not. What I mean by this is if a if it is a divine connection after you've asked the first question, now it's time to ask God, how can I strengthen it? And if it is determined based off the first question that I mentioned in step one, if it is not a divine connection, now it's time to ask the Holy Spirit, how should I walk away? The reason for asking should you walk away or how should you walk away is because it may not be an immediate separation that needs to take place. Sometimes the Holy Spirit could instruct you to just wait. And I will give you an example. When I was when I was re-examining my relationship with my husband, I felt like things between him and I were never going to get any better. We were just on two different paths spiritually with God at the time and both caused tremendous pain in our relationship but held on because of our children and believed in what we thought marriage should look like to us because we do we truly wanted to hold on to um the sanctity of marriage, even though we had been through a lot. One night um, when I sat with God, I remember him saying, move. When I heard this word, I kept thinking to myself, where was I going to go? I have been a stay-at-home mom at the time. I had been a stay-at-home mom at the time, and I had not yet developed any income, no side hustle, no nothing to really go anywhere. So I thought I would keep at so my initial thought was just keep being married and try to make the best of each day as I can. It was even to work on reconciling my marriage as best I could to um, to just keep it together. But um, like I mentioned, due to the other uh, deciding factors, I had to wait even when God said move due to the factors of not having money uh, stored up for just in case or a rainy day yet and things of that nature. So let me give you step three. Once you've made your once and actually let me review these steps. So step one, examine or re-examine your current connections. Step two, make a decision. And let me go ahead and give you step three. Put your choice into action. So depending on what God shows you, you now must put action behind your decision by choosing to strengthen your relationships or connections or walking away. At this stage of the process, it is best to ask for some more details. So here are some questions that you can ask if you need to strengthen a divine connection. Um, basically, 
ask God to show you one thing that you can do today to strengthen that divine connection. For those of you who actually need to walk away from a connection, let me share with you this question. It is, God, help me to prepare to walk away and what I need to do in the meantime to do so. So for example, um, when I heard God say move, my follow-up question was, I asked how to prepare. What ended up happening was I had to prepare to move by releasing some clothing, some books, some shoes, documents, and other items that could not go with me into my new season that was getting ready to come up. Looking back now, I realized that I needed to prepare for two reasons. One, I had to release the old items to make room for the new things that were to come. And two, the stuff I was trying to hold on to was not going to fit into where I was going. So with that being said, I hope that brings some clarity about the connections around you. I also hope and pray that it brings some perspective as well. Now I want to leave you with some final thoughts. I'm going to leave you with this Bible verse found in um, John chapter 15, 5 through 8. And forgive me, I forgot to write down the um, the, ver- the Bible version of it. But take a look in whatever your Bible version is and take a look at this verse in John 15, 5 through 8. And it says this, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit showing yourselves to be my disciples that's found again in john 15 5 through 8 also whatever the holy spirit reveals about your relationships please ask god for further instruction once you have his answer then put the decision into action because your godly connections will show you the goodness of god So guys, that is my time tonight. I am so grateful for you to have joined me. I pray that this brings clarity about how God's goodness is actually shown in our connections that we have and in our relationships that we establish. So guys, I pray that this principle that you take it with you and also apply it as well be sure to grab your pen and your paper and revisit these questions if you need to and jot them down make sure to ask god about them in your private time with him again this is my time as i said thank you so much for joining us and tuning in for another episode of polished gems until next time Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Polished Gems. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, head over to FruitfulGems.com. That's F-R-U-I-T-F-U-L-J-E-M-S.com. 
and become a part of our family to receive your free guide, discovering your worth through the fruit of God's spirit. Until next time.